Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Yurko's chomping at the bit here to uh, give us this stat. He says it's an incredible stat. Now, I would like to hear it. Again, this is my guy from Southwest Michigan. Okay. This is the guy who proposed, uh, which one? He just proposed someone to us. No, he said if Claypool oh, was oh, Claypool. a free agent, right, would, right. He would he be, be number, number one free agent coming and out? And we were looking at the list, and you know what? He probably, Nelson Aguilar's on the list. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he'd probably uh, be Jacoby number one. Jacoby Myers, Juju, he'd probably be age, number one. Age and everything, he'd probably yeah. be number one. Yeah. All right. There's all the talks about these older wide receivers. Look at the top 40 wide receivers this year statistically. One of the top 40 is 31 or older. No thanks. Mm. Is the one I would... Th- oh, it's 31 or 31 older? 31 or older. Can I guess? Because who? let's face it, everybody's going to have another year next year. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Can you ask him to I can, find out? No, I can't. Because, because Devontae's not 31 yet, right? He's 30. No, he's young. Yes. He's not young, but I mean, he's, I think he's well, 30. He's, I think he's young. I mean, geez. Well, you know what I mean, smart guy. I'm trying to think who that would be. I'm, I'm getting the stats. Uh, Devontae just played his age 30 season. So. And I got receiving... Hold on, receiving right here. So I think we can go through it and look at I'm it. I'm going to guess it's... Echelar, C.D. Lamb. Uh, I'm gonna, you know who it is? Go I got to guess. Go. Travis Kelsey. I'll look at it right now, but he's... Is, is he a receiver? Oh, is he not... Okay, maybe maybe he's not yeah, putting he's him in the wide 33. receiver. Yeah, he's 33. So, but he's not including him in that? Uh, yeah, I think he's just talking about uh, wide Just receivers. a strictly wide receiver. But okay. if it is him, geez, that's an indictment, isn't it? Michael Pittman, Adams, Godwin. Godwin's I mean, not 31 years old. No, Godwin's not 31. Kirk, oh, oh, you know who it might be? Who? I'll give you one. Mike Evans? Is, is that, is Chris, a, you think it's Mike Evans? That's that's who I just said behind the glass Mike Evans before you said it. Mike Evans 29, guys. No, he's oh, 29. Wow. wow. Mike Evans he seems like he's played forever. I, I agree with you. It does. I was like a freshman in high school when he got drafted. It does seem like he's been playing forever. Okay. And now you're a sophomore. Uh <laughs> Good, Chris. Uh, the Charlie top Bevins 25, I don't see anybody in the top 25 except for Kelsey. But he said top 40, right? Right. That's McLaren, uh, Cup, Waddle, Higgins. No, Mark Andrews, another tight end, Ingram, Fournette, Higby. I, he might be talking about of like the people in terms of receiving it's yards. Gotta be, yeah, it's gotta and be Kelsey, Kelsey would be the guy. That's him. Because he's over 30. Wow. Now. Yeah, 1,300 yards for Travis Kelsey. All the grandpas not catching a lot of balls, you know, late in the year. I mean, at least the point is stay away from the 31 year old guys. DeAndre Hopkins, after his six game suspension, was somewhat productive. He had like 900 yards. So he was going to trend to that that way. Absolutely. DeAndre Hopkins would be the only one you would say might be one of the old codgers that's getting there. 100%. You're. Who's been waiting a while here? Let's go to Tom and Oklahoma. Tommy, Tommy, what's up, buddy? Talk to me. Well, that was a. You guys did it. I mean, I was waited on bated breath for that stat. You teased it, and then the payoff was just. It was excellent. It just delivered. like true radio pros. It Thank delivered, you. Tom. Thank you. <laughs> we got some breaking oh, news coming up next, too. Oh, stop it. Awesome. I can't wait. Uh, so, But everybody is so fixated on them having to get a, go out and get an elite receiver for, uh, for Justin Fields. I mean, why don't they just get better receivers than they actually have? Like... You know, Philadelphia didn't automatically go get A.J. Brown. And, like, when they went 9-8, and eight, they didn't have A.J. Brown on that. They drafted somebody in Devontae Smith, and then they got it later. I mean, this year, would you say Christian Kirk 
is elite for Jacksonville as an elite number one receiver. Yeah. I, he, no, had a, he had but, an excellent year. Yeah. yeah, he did. You're right. He had a good year, but he's not really an elite receiver. No. But, tre- but Trevor Lawrence, you know, improved as a passer. So why don't we just get better? Like, why don't we just get somebody like an Alan Lazard and draft somebody that's already improved the wide receiver room there? And then if Fields improves as a passer, then we can look at, you know, like like you said, like a caller said before, we can get a trade where then we can get a first round pick for next year. Then we can use, package it up and get uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and just continue to add on that way. So. I'd love for them to finally, Tommy. Thanks, buddy. I'd love for them to finally hit on a wide receiver in the draft. I, I really would. I mean, it's almost as bad as quarterback here. Let's face it. I, I mean, Alshon was a pretty good player. Yes, don't he was. get me wrong. I, I don't know that Alshon. Alshon's like run of dominance was also a, a little bit short, right? It wasn't like it wasn't a five six year run where he had thirteen hundred yards every year. I mean, Alshon was very good. Other than Alshon, like who can you point to? You know, B Marsh was good when he was here. They didn't draft B Marsh and develop him, obviously. Right, Musa Muhammad. They didn't draft. They didn't draft that team. He was on a team that went to the Super Bowl. Um, Marshall's obviously their best wide receiver the last. Decade more. Marshall might be their best wide receiver ever. You got two years out of Alshon Jeffrey, fourteen twenty one and eleven thirty three, and then, and then after that you didn't have you didn't have it at all. I mean, think about like for all the the bitching and complaining we do about the quarterback position, and rightfully so. Like, give me the great receivers that this team has drafted and developed. There aren't any man. You know, no, just, I, I think the best receiver they ever drafted was Curtis Conway. Probably. And then he left because he hated the weather here in Chicago. Did they draft Marty Booker? I believe they did. I, I believe they did. Marty I, was I, a pretty I, good player. I believe they drafted Marty Booker, yes. You know, Marty was a pretty good player. Marty Booker, yeah, he was one of the Bears draft picks. He was a third-round pick back in nine. He was one of Hatley's last picks, I think. I think it was in that last draft Hatley did, actually. Marty Booker was a good player, but... You know, you're still only talking about a guy with 2,000-yard seasons on his resume. Played in an era that was a slightly different, but, like, so who are the guys in the last 20? Marty, what? for a brief period. Alshon Pop for a couple years. Like There's Conway stats, and he played in the, uh, in the 90s with the Chicago Bears all the way up to 99, 93 to 99. Not exactly uh, uh, the mm-hmm. greatest time in the world for Chicago Bears football. He had 4,498 yards, 329 receptions. And his touchdowns, hold on, let's start. Yeah, 329, 31 touchdowns for the Bears. That's good. That's good. They, I think he's your best wide receiver that's been drafted by the Chicago he Bears. He probably is. And then he went to San Diego in his 29-age year and was more than happy to get the hell out of Dodge. I mean, it's just like, when are, like, when are the Bears going to find their Justin Jefferson, their DeAndre Hopkins, their Jamar Chase? They're Julio Jones. If he had stayed his They're whole Odell. career in Chicago, would 8,230 yards oh. be the career-leading oh, God, yeah. reception I, mark for I, the Chicago Bears? Johnny Moore still holds the record. Right. There's no way it's that high, right? There's no way. Yeah, I don't think it's that, that high, but I'm, that's why I'm saying he's the best receiver. 5,059 yards. Yeah. That's yeah. the Bears' all-time leading receiver is a guy that hasn't played since 1965. Right. And if he would have played the eighth year here in Chicago, he would have had it easily. 5,059 yards. Oh, so is Curtis second all-time in Bears history, you think? Well, he's got 4,498 yards. Yeah, for been sure. close. I don't think that he's second because I think, you know. Marshall might have been. Marshall might be second. Right. Bree Marshall might be second. Well, I don't know if Bree Marshall played long enough to be second. I'll look at the list. Do you know that Johnny Morris's last season in the NFL was 1967? Yeah. Year I was born. 
55 years ago, guys. Mm. I think that's Mar- the Bears' career leader. Uh, oh, good. Mod on. Look at this list, Yurko. No, you're right. Uh, because B. Marsh just wasn't here long enough. So, right. you know who's second? Uh, B. Marshall was here three years. Yeah, you're right. Harlan Hill is second. Harlan Hill's last year in the NFL was 1961. Yeah. You got that, folks? The two leading receivers in Bears history haven't played since 1961 and 1967. Yeah. Alshon's third. Walter's fourth. Coach is fifth. Conway's sixth. Forte is seventh. Marty Booker is eighth. Willie Galt, ninth. And Ken Cavanaugh, tenth. It doesn't you scream at you, does it? Folks. We complain about the quarterback, and maybe there's a reason. Right, I think there is a reason. That's right. It's true, but my God in heaven, the two leading receivers in the history of the franchise haven't played football professionally since the 1960s. It'd be nice for them to finally find this combination. Justin to whom? Yeah. That's a stud. You know? Somebody to somebody. Yeah. Oh, my God. I get aggravated just uh, thinking about it, Yurko. Let's go to Nick and Lyle. What's up, Nick? Hey, Carmier, thanks for taking my call. I'm talking trades with the Bears. So, on Bovada, the Bears are currently plus 180 to make the first pick. They're the favorite. But number two is the Colts at plus 350. So, I think they're a good trade partner for us. Um, So, what do you guys think about maybe packaging the first pick, getting back um, number four this year, the Colts' first pick next year, and Michael Pittman Jr.? I think that could solve um, our quarterback or our wide receiver issues that way. So wait, you're flopping the picks and getting a pick from them and getting Pittman. So Pittman, the, they're they're fourth overall right. and a, a one next year. Oh boy, I think I would do that, Nick. I I, I also think would that be so. I I think I would do that. Like my initial reaction to that would be, yeah. Especially if you think at four you'll get Carter or Anderson if you love one of those guys. And, and you will. I don't see why you wouldn't do that. If they're also if you're also getting the Colts pick next year and you hope that they're a bad team to you're, maybe you're, average. You're hoping it's fifteen, right. fourteen, and, thirteen, and something. And you like get that. Michael Pittman, I think I would do that. Because remember Would you? the playoff teams take fourteen spots. Right. No. That's right. So the playoff teams take, take you all 14. the way down to like nineteenth, the nineteenth pick. Right. So you'd be picking probably eighteenth or better. Would you do that? I think I would do that. All right, so you're flopping, going one to four. You're getting, getting Michael, their pick next year and getting Michael Pittman Michael Jr. Michael Pittman Jr. I think I would do that. That'd be very tempting. I yes. think I would it'd do that. It'd be very tempting. Yes. You might, yes, uh, you very might tempting. We, I, I like, I, who is that, Nick? I kind of like Nick. Nick. I, Sirianni. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe, that was but Nick Sirianni Nick calling Sirianni. in from Philadelphia. Is it that outlandish? I would do that. There, there we go. Is Brandon Marshall Hall of Famer or not? No, I don't think so. Do you? 12,351 yards, 83 touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns. Okay, 83 touchdowns. Remember all the guys that we talked about this week, the three of the finalists this yeah, week. It's a lot of touchdowns. You got some guys at 14,000 yards, some guys at 13. His yardage is there and his touchdowns are there. Maybe. Why wouldn't you consider him a Hall of Famer? If we're considering three guys. Is he ever an All-Pro? With damn near stats. Steve Smith, this is the same stats as Steve Smith. Hmm. He was an All-Pro once. He was a Pro Bowler five times. Hmm. Pro Bowl doesn't get me as going as much because he can make that but list. But because like, Brandon Marshall was who Brandon Marshall was, do you kind of look at him and just say, ah, you shouldn't vote that way? Like if Abe I understand how you shouldn't vote, but is that the way you think of him when you first think of it? I don't know. Well, I'm not making an it's, argument it, for him. Whether Brandon Marshall gets in or not doesn't matter to me. Steve Smith was a more dominant wide receiver than Brandon Marshall was. I'd argue for Steve Smith, especially what he did against I, I, the Bears in playoff games. I think I would, too. Yeah. 
I you just know what's saw. Gonna, I pulled him up because I wanted to look at it to see how he was. You know what's going to hurt uh, Antonio Brown is what you just said. Yeah. How people view him now. Now, now how they. But view on him. merit, oh. I think you got to say Antonio Brown's oh, probably my. a Hall of Famer, right? I, I tell mean, you what, he was fantastic. Like his six-year run in Pittsburgh was stupendous. Yeah. So Steve Smith didn't even make the finals, right? Uh, I don't he believe make Steve the Smith final made 15, the final right? 15, no. 14,731 yards, 81 touchdowns. Yeah. Okay? 14,000. One-time, two-time All-Pro. Two-time All-Pro. And a five-time Pro Bowler. Make a pretty good argument for him. He played 16 years. How many thousand-yard years? Uno, uh, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, I think nine. he had a couple really good years with Baltimore, too, he even did. after he left Carolina. He absolutely. Like he has the, the longevity argument. He absolutely um, I, I would offer you that he had a couple of nice years. 1,065 yards, six touchdowns, and after that he was... He wasn't that good. That was that first year, I guess. It's one year yeah. in Baltimore where he was good. He was a good player. He 16 a, years. He was a badass. I, I think that's what you could say. Nice up. And he showed up. He was a badass. Hey, he showed up to play. He did. Especially in playoff games. He was somewhat diminutive. He played bigger than he was. Absolutely. Well, he's strong. I yeah, 5'9", 195. He played yeah. bigger than he was. Yeah. I like that. Grab more of your Bears thoughts here. Uh, give us your trade proposals. You know, some have been like completely whacked out and outlandish. Some have made us go, that last one's kind of interesting. Like, hmm, that's, that's kind of interesting. So that's what we want. We're going to do a lot of this. Bears are in the driver's seat, man. They're in the pole position. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Uh, all right. I mean, the Bears list of all-time wide receivers, like, it's downright depressing. Danny and Schaumburg is like, Marty Booker. Uh, yeah, I mean, Marty Booker. I, I don't know. I mean, what, you you, thinking of, what, what, well, what do you think? That the, the Bears had Jerry Rice at some point? Who's our guy that had the one great year? Marty like Booker had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. Uh, how many Bears have ever done that? Well, who was our guy that had like 1,400 yards? Uh, Marcus Robinson. That's, that one year. Yeah, that one year was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Mac texted us, too. Mac said, Johnny Morris, Harlan Hill, Mike Ditka, still all top five. Oh, and, and Peyton's uh, yeah, up yeah. in the top ten. I mean, it's ridiculous. Peyton's like fourth. It's ridiculous. What the hell is a Ken Kavanaugh? I don't even remember Ken Kavanaugh. You want to know why you don't remember Ken Kavanaugh? Do you what? know when Ken Kavanaugh's last year in the NFL was? When? 1950. Yeah. I don't remember Kavanaugh. 1950. Yeah. My dad was born in 1949. Yeah. Come on. Sweet Veeds was 38, 1938. Uh, stop the nonsense. Even he didn't know Ken Kavanaugh. <laughs> of course not. It's so it's depressing. And when we say, hey, Marty Booker was a pretty good player the Bears drafted and developed. Yeah. By their standards, not many Bears had back-to-back 1,000-yard yeah. receiving seasons. He's one of them. Well, uh, and, and we did this. Tim what, what, Brown what, didn't play for the Bears. We went and looked at 4,000-yard passers. It's a joke, dude. It's it's a joke. What if we listed per season how many seasons each team had 1,000-yard receivers? Oh, please. Uh, I mean, some teams, it would be so outrageous and it would go back so far. There have been 216 4,000-yard passing seasons in NFL history. Every franchise... Has at least one. one yeah. Has at least one. And that one franchise that doesn't have one, you guessed it. 
1920 football Bear drive. Bear down. <laughs> I mean, Chicago Bears. <laughs> Come on. 216 4,000 yard passing seasons in the history of the NFL. The Bears have zero. I, I, God, I hope Justin Fields finally, like, and please let it be next year. And I'm so glad to hear him say, yeah, that's great. I could have broken Lamar Jackson's rushing record. Okay, I, I'm not a running back. I'm a quarterback. I'd like to set a passing record. Thank you, Justin. Like, he even, he, I mean, he knows. No, I actually more rather break some passing records. I'm a quarterback. The running is fun. He is exciting. I yeah, get it. Yeah. And it's fun. Even Justin knows. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm not a running back. I play quarterback. Right. I'd this like is, to right. set some passing records. And just Thanks. so we have this correct, 100%. We, um, the, when we talk about not having this over the course of the history of the Chicago Bears, it's not a criticism of our current quarterback. No. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. This is just a frustration yes. with the Chicago Bears over the course of a lifetime. This is 50 years that, you know, right. that we've been watching football. Like Inadvertently, I think that people might go and no. get a feeling, okay, I just want to make sure that, that we got that out there. I mean, like, think about it. Like, I, it's, we've spent our lives, decades of our lives... It's frustrating. Like, yes, it is. Like, when are they going to look like a modern NFL passing offense? When are they going to have a dynamic or even, dare I say, dynamic, uh, n- uh, like plural, not a dynamic wide receiver, but dynamic wide receivers yeah. and, and we, an offense that, and a right. passer that can throw for 4,500 yards. And we've seen bits and pieces, and you've seen the, the hints of something that might be happening. And then at the end of the day, you've got another new quarterback in here. And another new team, another dysfunction. Ugh. How close did Jay come to throwing for 4,000? Jay threw for 4,000 yards when he was in Denver, of course, before he got here. How close did Jay come to ever throwing for 4,000? Well, we, I think we all know that Eric Kramer is like the closest, isn't he? Uh, probably. Jay in a Bears uniform. Let's see. 2010, Jay. Play, uh, I'm sorry. 2009, his first year. 3,666 yards. So, you know, okay. Played all 16 games. Uh, he probably would have done it with one extra game in a 14, but he missed a game. He only played 15. He came close in 15. You're 3,812. Yeah. So, you know, you figure if he plays maybe that one extra game, maybe he gets it there. He's trending, Carm. He yeah. was trending very well that year. Yeah, and he led the league in interceptions that year with twenty uh, with 18. 18? Yeah. He led the league in interceptions you twice know, in a Bears uniform. Peyton Manning went through 25 interceptions in the season. Was he young? I would imagine. He was, he was youthful. Was yes. Very young yes, he was very young in his career. Oh, this Favre is, threw 25-plus interceptions I've been, in wa- I've been waiting for this call. Justin's in Alcorn. What's up, Justin? Hey, how you doing, guys? Yeah, I'm actually just, uh, just a trade proposal, or how would we go about getting Justin Jefferson? An act of God? Yeah. There's going to be, there's going to, have to be some sort of uh, biblical uh, intervention. Blow up the facility in Minnesota. No, I shouldn't yeah, even Stephon joke about D- that. Yeah, Stephon Diggs. Uh, there's a handful of guys that there's not a, a chance in hell that you're going to no, be able Stephon to No, Stephon Diggs did get traded, but yeah, Justin Jefferson. He was frustrated with Zimmer and he was yeah, frustrated yeah. with his quarterback. Yeah, Justin Jefferson ain't getting traded, Justin. Sorry, that ain't happening, especially in the division. Was Jefferson there when he got traded? I think uh, he that was, was there. the swap. That's the the pick they got from Buffalo. I they used you. on Justin Jefferson. I got you. Pretty that you we talk about a trade that worked out for both parties. Yeah, they trade Stephon Diggs, who's still awesome, and they draft maybe the best wide receiver in the league to replace him. Minnesota, you got to give them credit on that one, and it's worked out for Buffalo. He's helped elevate Josh Allen and that entire offense. 
Uh, if they have their, if the Bears get a Stephon Diggs, I'd be going nuts. Oh, you'd be doing nuts. back handsprings. Oh. Jamar Chase, you'd be doing oh, back handsprings. Come on, Je- Jefferson and Chase are the creme de la creme right now. I mean, more than anybody in the league. You're right. That that they they are the. I you don't want. There's not two more. There aren't two wide receivers you'd want more than those. Guys. They're cheap. Right, like they're on yeah. the rookie I mean, contracts. Like, like those two, forget about it. I mean, Jefferson and Chase, forget it. Yeah, but Diggs, I would go nuts for. Isn't it kind of? It, it, it's almost like the receiver contract is kind of like the new quarterback contract in the sense of like when you have one on a rookie deal, right? Like you got to build it when you have that because it's so valuable. Well, and look at where the money's gone. Elite wide receivers are north of twenty million now, guaranteed, right? Twenty million a year. You're not getting an elite wide receiver for less than twenty million a year anymore, York. No, no that's, way. That's where they're at now. Yeah. That's it, because this is a passing league. You're paying money for a wide receiver. Yes, you are. You're paying quarterbacks, pass rushers, tackles, wide receivers, and corners. They're making bank. Yes. They're making bank. Let's say hi to... Hey, Chase has been waiting a little while. What up, Chase? Hey, what's up, Carr? How are you, bud? I'm good. Yurko, what's up, man? I'm doing great. Hold on one second. Hold on a second. Black, what's up, man? <laughs> Hello, Chase. Hello, Chris, sir. Chris, how are you? Hey, hey, what about Charlie? Hey, what about Charlie's here? Chase. No, hello? Say hi to Charlie. Hey, I, I, I said something to Charlie on the phone. He heard yeah. me. I All talked right. to him. I saw. All right. Hey, 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 Carm, I know you heard uh, Black didn't like my uh, my uh, trade uh, proposal. He was, he was kind of upset about my trade proposal uh, last night. Which one? I don't think I heard last night's. What was it? I didn't. What was it? Uh, Black will tell you. He'll tell you once. He'll tell you. Chris is He'll let you know about it. Chris is shaking his head. All right, Chris will tell us after. What What are you calling about but, uh, now? But, uh, yeah, Yurko, I got to ask you this question, right? So, say if the Bears trade with the um, with the Texans, right? So, if they make a trade with the Houston Texans and the Texans give them their second pick and then 12th pick, the Bears move down again and trade with, say, a team like the Seahawks mm. and get – uh, six pick and they still able to get that defensive player. Yeah, and then they have, and then they can get that wide receiver from TCU. TCU, and then let's say, uh, and then now you you address two holes in your team, right? Isn't, it, isn't there a possibility the Bears could possibly get three first round picks? Like, what do you think of the marbles? Uh, 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 yeah, I, I think the All value right, of that trade uh, is a little out of whack on the end of the Chicago Bears. It's out of whack only because we look at it on the value chart that we talked about, Carm. We have the value But chart. if you've got a number of teams that are coming and vying for that number one spot, I can see a scenario where Houston has to give up the two the for 12. moving back, which is not really giving up. You're giving no. up the 12 to get the you know number right. one pick. Right. I can see a scenario where that works, but there's got to be multiple suitors coming after that number one pick. And you guys don't want to know what, what Chase what, what, proposed what, what, what last night, do you? What was it, Chris? What was it? All right. Say God comes down to speak to you, and he says, I will give you Giannis, Luca, and Ja for the Bulls, but you will have to trade Justin Fields for Mitchell Trubisky. Would you do it? You get, wait a minute, you get Ja Doncic? Are you saying the Chicago Bulls would suddenly have Giannis? Yes, that's that. Yes, because because God controls that. Do we have three basketballs on the floor at one time? Uh, That's what I said. Don't entertain the thought, guys. The the point is that's what he called in with. 
That's what Chase called in with. And I said, you're telling me that's what God's doing right now is he's thinking up these schemes to get Trubisky back to Chicago? He's multitasking. What else is he (laughs) I mean, you saw Morgan Freeman do it. I mean, (laughs) come on, guys. I I saw Michael. You know, I guess my... Although I'm slightly intrigued at watching a Bulls team throw out Giannis, Ja, and uh, Luca every game. That'd be fun. I saw Michael and Scotty. I saw six, champi- six championships. I don't want the Bears to be the only franchise without a 4,000-yard passer anymore. I don't think I can take it much longer. I don't want Johnny Morris, God bless him, who I grew up knowing as a sportscaster, that's how long Johnny Morris hasn't been playing football. He was, a, he was a sportscaster when I was a kid. He was great at it. I don't want Johnny Morris with his 5,000 yards to be the leading receiver in Bears history anymore. I can't handle it. It's driving you batty. It is. It's driving you batty. I mean, we should be asking which Bears receiver has 10,000 yards. <laughs> That's what we should be asking. 10, you know, look at, the, look at the leaders at receivers across the world. 10, the Rams got like four guys that got 10,000 yards. 10,000 yards? They don't have one with 5,100. They've, they've got Henry Ellard. They've got Torrey Holt. They've got Isaac Bruce. Isaac Bruce. Oh, I mean, it's it's on 10,000 yards. Eventually, Cooper Cup will get there. Please. So uh, I love the way Chase is thinking, though. He just wants so badly for Mitch to be back. He's got to be president of that Mitch fan club in here. He's the one. In this town. I well, there's only one president, so he's the one. He's something. I love him. God bless him. We'll grab more of your Bears calls. I want to play this um, Mad Dog Russo rant, Eric. I want to see what you think of this. I, I this got, I'm going to play for you when we come back. This is why you got to love Mad Dog. And most of the time, I'm like, ah, Mad Dog's just being crazy. But his mind works in, in, in a funky, fun way. I'll tell you. And he went on this rant. We all looked at each other like, man, Mad Dog might be right. I'll play it for you coming up next. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. I mean, I hate to belabor the point, but uh, when we were looking at the Bears' top 10 all-time wide receivers and I said Ken Kavanaugh's 10th, Yurko said, Ken Kavanaugh? What? What's a Ken Kavanaugh? I said, well, he, his last year was 1950. His position in pro football reference is listed as L.E. L.E. Left end. He played a position called L.E. L.E. back in the day, Carm. He's in the top ten. That's back then. They didn't have X's. And, uh, uh, what, what is it? X and X, y, Z. Z. No, X, X and Z. Uh, y is the tight end, right? Yeah, inline Y would be tight yeah. end. Yeah. X and Z would be around. And that. then I think he, they go to E after that, like for he the He played a position wires. called E. Yeah, left end. L.E. L.E. Okay. L.E. That's his position. That's a lone end. Like in the Army game. The guy from the Army. Uh, the lone end. Oh, God. The lonesome end. He's in the top 10 with a whopping 3,626 yards. 3,626 yards. Uh, All right, Eric, you want to hear Mad Dog? I, I mean, we're well, ranting. I mean, you've been, Let's let Mad Dog rant. You've been telling me about it. I'd love to hear it. Take a listen to uh, Mad Dog recapping the national championship game, Eric, and uh, Stetson Bennett, okay? I have a, not a little problem, I have a major problem with Stetson Bennett, 25 years of age, playing college football. I can see it for one year. Last year he won, uh, you know, Burrow was 23, going on 24, and he won, but... 25 years of age, playing quarterback for Georgia. He should have left after last year. 
I didn't know that he was that old. And I understand we have punters who are 50 from Australia punting. I have a problem with a 25-year-old playing against 19-year-old kids. I had a problem with Wenicke doing it for Florida State when he won the Heisman. I didn't vote for him for that reason. And I understand that Bennett's story is a hell of a story. We all know about the walk-on and told to leave and everything else. I, I understand that. But he's older than 10 NFL quarterbacks. He's older than Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts. He's the same age as Lamar Jackson. And it's not like he didn't win last year. He won last year. So it's not like you could say, well, you know what? He hasn't won anything. What, what, what good has it done him? Uh, what good has it done? He hasn't won a champ. He won the championship last year. I have a problem with it. That's me. I know a lot of people in Athens, especially, who don't like, won't like that take. I got a major problem, and I did not know about it. So that's a bad job on my part. But, you know, what is the cutoff? What, if you're 40, you can play? What is the cutoff date? When do we sit there and watch a college athlete and say, you know what, this is ridiculous. He's this old playing against a bunch of 19, 20-year-old kids? This is absurd. I mean, well, when does that get to a scenario where it gets to be a joke? 30? What is the age? I mean, there's got to be an age where enough already. 31? Uh, when do we begin to think that a guy with an 11-year age experience has a, has a physical and a mental advantage over his, over his, um, his competitors? And I think that Bennett at, um, at 25 for Georgia with all that talent. I mean, the kids are pro, kids got a chance to be a pro quarterback. But if Brock Purdy can play in the NFL, so can he. But I have a problem with a kid, it's not a kid, with a man at 25 years of age playing college football. I got a quarterback. Uh, now, does he not remember Paul Blake and uh, Andre Krim? I mean, from Necessary Roughness. Uh, they were like 40, remember? Wasn't Paul, wasn't uh, Scott Back? It was Paul Blake. He was about 40 when uh, Robert Loja went and recruited him off Loja. of the farm. Robert Loja. Remember your necessary roughness? Yeah. Now, you were already in the league, and sometimes Was you... that the college one? Yes, where they were okay. at uh, the Texas yeah. school that got the death Kathy penalty. Ireland. Yes. Kathy Ireland was the kicker. Exactly, and Robert Loja is the That's coordinator, it. and he goes there, out and he recruits there, Paul Blake there, to come back and there's play. There's an easy answer. What do to, you think of that? To Russo, there's what an easy think? answer. Here's what I think. You've got four years of college eligibility to play sports. And an extra because of COVID, right? Isn't that why he right, got the extra? I'm, I'm yeah. talking about in general. Right. Do you remember when Stan Smigala's father went yeah. back to Juco to play football? When Smigala was in Notre Dame? He was 40-something years old. So that, He went back and played. The answer so is there the, is no the, age. The age, there is no age. You've right. got four years of college eligibility. If I want to go back to school at 32 and I still want to play college football, then I get to play college football. If I'm good enough to play. The key is to be good enough to play. J.R. Smith is doing this with golf. Is he? Yeah, J.R. Smith, who played in the NBA for a very long time, went back to a Georgia directional school and is on their golf team. Really? I didn't 100%. know that, Chris, Because he's got eligibility? Because J.R. Yeah. Smith never he yeah. was, went from right to high school, didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. I don't think J.R. ever went to college. I I, I'm think. pretty sure Google J.R. Smith in golf, and it will come up with him competing in college tournaments. No kidding. Well, so there's your answer. You can be of any age. There when you're no playing age. a physical sport like football, does he have a little bit of a point where you're 25 and you do seem to have a physical... Now, he's playing quarterback. NCANT is where... NCANT? Yeah. North yeah. Carolina A&T? Yeah. Here's wow. my Here's my thing to you. If you're 21 and good, where do you want to go? To the pros. Right. So if you're 25 and not good, where, where are you at? Probably standing in college. You're in college. Okay, that's your answer. 
anybody that is of any ilk at that age, 25, 26, if they're good, they're gone. Of course. The guys that aren't good and aren't exceptional are the ones that stick around and, 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 and I will say he's a little bit of a strange circumstance because he got a late start because nobody did want him. It's kind of why he's yeah. an amazing story because he, you know, when he and the COVID year like that. Right. It's weird that it lined up the way it did that he would be sold. It is wild to hear. I don't know if you caught that stat. I'm assuming Mad Dog's got that right, that there are 10 quarterbacks in the NFL younger, including Lamar Jackson, who's been an MVP in the league. Like, that is like, whoa. Makes that, sense yeah. based on what Yurko said, though. Just said, all the good crazy. guys leave. All, all the good guys, the exceptional ones, leave because they want to make money. Oh, uh, well, Who wants uh, to be stuck at college, not making a dime? Though you can now with NIL money. Oh, uh, Yurko, is that Benzema who scored? Yeah, Kareem Benzema. Okay. What are you watching over Penalty there? kick. <laughs> I know he's watching. No, soccer. Real Madrid is on against Valencia. <laughs> it's good to see uh, Benzema back in form. Yeah. Boy, is that Benzema's beard? Yeah, that's yeah, Benzema's yeah. beard. Yeah, good looking beard. Yeah, he's a good looking Frenchman. Yeah, he yeah. is. Wasn't uh, Brandon Whedon almost thirty when he got drafted? Uh, he was old. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but but the point you know is, who drafted him? I, I always hate it because I don't like giving him crap yeah. at all because I love him. He's been great to our show. That was a big miss by Holmgren, who's done well with quarterbacks. But yes, that was a bad yes. miss when he was with Cleveland. That right? was a bad yeah. miss. But yeah. and here's the thing: nobody who's twenty five, twenty six wants to be playing college football. They want to be in it the It doesn't pros. matter if they want to be. His right. point is, is it fair that a 25-year-old is playing against 19-year-olds? Yes. Yes. Okay. Here, yes. spin it this way. Because uh, Mad Dog mentioned the punter. There's a punter who's 30. Is there? Who I think uh, punts for TCU. Mm. If you were 30 or 25, would you even want to still be at that stage of your life in college? No. I get that. Like, I maybe initially you're like, oh, yeah, college was great. But at 25, you'd want to be hanging around a bunch of 18 I mean, and 19 year olds. You know who this would affect the most was the great Thornton Mellon. Yes, Thornton Mellon. With the triple I didn't I didn't. Paul, I went Paul That dive never happens right. if there's an age limit on, on guys being able to compete at the collegiate level. That's true. Thornton Mellon never gets the triple Indy out. We don't see it. Hey, Mellon, Mellon I need you. I need you. Yeah. That's one of the Chris finer is, scenes. Uh, Chris I mean, made, that to me is like Miracle. I love that yeah. movie. I mean, if you love Miracle, you had to love Back to School. Are you comparing scene? Miracle to Back to School? Yes. If you've never seen the Triple Indian, I know Charlie hasn't. Charlie's looking at me like I'm a lunatic. That's it's like uh, when Homer goes to college. Have you ever seen Back to School, Charlie? <laughs> no, I've never even <laughs> heard Homer of it. Goes. Really? Do you know who Rodney Dangerfield? Well, you're a comedian. You know you Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield. Dangerfield? Yeah, of course. Okay, you know Rodney Dangerfield. Of course he knows Rodney. You should watch Back to School. He shouldn't. I get no oh, respect. Don't oh, listen no. To it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's an hour and a half. I mean, it's not going to kill you. I mean... Don't but, give Charlie homework. Oh, I'd like to tame your shrew. It's got Robert I mean, Downey okay. Jr. in it. Yes, it does. A young course. Robert Downey Jr. Hey, Charlie recently started The Godfather. Did you finish it? No. No? No, I still need to. Wow. It's not a ringing endorsement. Yeah, well, because I started it and I was really tired, and then I had oh. like a couple morning shifts the next day. Well, that's day. the wrong movie to watch then. Huh? Yeah, and then like I had to bartend at night. I just kind of haven't found the time yet. I think I'm going to do it this weekend, though. I've... Uh, but that's uh, what I time. that's what I told uh, Carmen for a number of years. The pacing on those movies. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah, it, it was slower. Changed. Life has changed. Rocky would never be made now. Yeah, never. No. 1976 Academy nope. Award winning best film. Never be Would made. not be made right now because of the pacing of it. It has yeah. changed. Dare I say Jaws wouldn't be made. Uh, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Well, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, all right, yeah, it's a wedding. Like, 
That's all here. you got? You only got to the wedding? Still here. And then he, and then he God, goes. Those scenes are long. And then he goes man. to Hollywood, and he's got the the horse. So in you the, did the see bed. that part? Yeah, I got to that okay. part. Did you like that scene? I mean, it's a classic. Yeah, it was uh, a little little shocking. It's pretty yeah. eye opening. Yeah. You know? Did you know about it? Have you? No. Oh, you didn't. No. You, you actually, never saw that reference in pop culture. No. Wow. And, and I've honestly huh. surprised how little I know that what happens in the Godfather. That yeah. so little of it has been spoiled for me. Wow. So, so you uh, you Johnny got to Fontaine will never that, get a part in that. That's movie. pretty amazing that you got to go into that fresh and experience that because most people know it's coming. So were you like, oh, good yeah, lord? I yeah. Was really, yeah. I was caught off. Oh, guard. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Carmen, have you heard the latest with Francis Ford Coppola? No. In his movie that he's making? No. Really? It's not going well. Megalopolis or whatever he's calling it? It's his attempt to make the greatest movie ever made. And he's paying for it. What? Like $120 million of his own money. Megalopolis? It'll be Ishtar. And they are having major problems production-wise. He's been shooting, I think, for for a few months. Is that right? Yeah. Jesus, I didn't even know Coppola was still making movies. How old is Coppola? He's been trying to make this movie He's for years, and no one will let him make it as far as a production company. Wow. So he just Project. finally he just said, said he sold own? off a bunch of his stock and wine. Yeah, because he had the winery. And he is just making it. No kidding. And it's a disaster. Oh, there was boy. a story, I think, in Variety or The Hollywood Reporter yesterday about it. I can't believe he's 83. I can't believe he's yeah. Why does he want to sweat this? You know, I guess his last he, thing. He yet. wants to make the greatest movie ever made. He's already made a couple of them. He's made The Godfather. He made uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, but most people point to Citizen Kane as the movie, oh, right? Shane. Uh, Shane. He's made, when you've made The Godfather, The Godfather 2, and Apocalypse Now, I think you should just stop, Francis. You've made, that's it. You made it. I'm telling you. Charlie will keep watching The Godfather. You need to read up about this new right, movie I'll he's making. Megalopolis. Upcoming American <laughs> epic science fiction drama written, directed, and produced by Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, good Lord. Look at the cast. I mean, yeah, John Voight, Forrest Whitaker, Adam Driver, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Are you kidding me with this? John, uh, Jason Schwartzman, Shia LaBeouf, Talia Shire. Of course. How could she not be in it? How old Talia Shire? She's got to be 80. She's got to be pushing 80. Yeah. She's she be, she's 76. She might be pushing up daisies. And people are like, what's Italia Shire? Uh, all right, we'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. A lot of people on uh, Twitter agree with me about Paul Blake. Scott Bakula. Come on, you can be 40. Hey, Blake, tattoo somebody. See a lot of that on my Twitter timeline. Also, uh, the tweet of the day. We don't do a tweet of the day unless you want to start, Yurko. Tweet of the day goes to our good man, Gideon. Uh, Gideon said, Carmen, I was just at the Great Barrier Reef a few weeks ago. You should go there and I'll visit Elmwood Park. That's a pretty good tweet from Gideon. <laughs> the Great Barrier Reef. That's good. That's good. Are, you, like are you scuba? Do you do no, scuba? I don't scuba? Are you for scuba? Are you for scuba? No, we're not for scuba. No, scuba, not for me. Snorkeling, love it. You're a snorkeler. Not a scuba. Yeah. Never done it. Not, not saying that I wouldn't, I guess, but you know, I don't know if I want to sit and do the classes and the training. I, I just want to go in the ocean and you can see some turtles and you some fish. You can get and... certified here. You oh, can do yeah. it at a pool, but there's going to have to, eventually you've got to get out in the wild and you've got to do it in the wild. You ever do it? No, no, absolutely not. What do I'm good? I, I don't. I, I don't want to be eaten by a shark. Mm, well, yeah, that's not my number one goal. You don't know that. You do not know that. Dare you say? 
I, do you snorkel though? Do you no, like that? Oh, I don't see, I snorkel, like snorkel either. I, I swim. Like. swim. I'm a swimmer. What do you swim? You do I don't backstroke? snorkel. Do I was on the swim team. You know that guy at Memorial Park Marlins. I know. Still hold the eight and under record for the twenty meters. You think you still hold that? Still record? Still hold that record. That's pretty good. Croatians are natural I swimmers. I gotta, you know, I gotta call BS on that. Maybe you take a look at the Croatia and where it's located, right on the Adriatic Sea. Yeah, that's like forty. Three years ago. I, I, that was a swimmer. Ago. I don't know if they still keep the records. Eight and under, 20 meters. John Yurkovich. First of all, who's 20 meters? What, what do you mean 20 meters? The pool's that, 25. That, the width was 20. No, the length was 50. We had a 50, oh, you had a 50. meter pool length, only 20 across. So you did the. Oh, this whole thing, you got, you got a lot pool. of caveats on this. I don't know. Well, I, I, I'm giving you the dimensions of the pool. Yeah, how's it 20? I've, I've never heard of a 20, 20 meter 20. record in swimming. 20, 20 meter, 8 and under. They didn't have like 7 and under. It was 8 and under. It's, if that's still a record, could somebody go check? Cayman Memorial Park. Right there in Calumet City, see Illinois. Yurko's name is still on that plaque. It'd John Yurkovich. It would be incredible. Bill's in Shanahan on ESPN 1000. What's up, Bill? Hey, guys. Charm Yurko, what's up? What's up, buddy? How We're you doing? doing? Well, how are you? All right, I'm doing good. Doing good. Uh, you guys are talking about 4,000-yard passers. Yeah. Bears. Yep. Okay. I believe the only way we're going to get the 4,000-yard passer is five names. Bortz, Becker, Thayer, Hil- Hilgenberg, and Van Horn. <laughs> there come you on. go. Right? I Bring mean, them all back. On. Well, I mean, what we could do is so we're, you're talking about, like, uh, uh, getting – Picks for the Bears. To... Now we could trade that number one and get some picks, correct? Sure. Yes. Of course. Okay. Now I know a lot of people are not in favor of this, but you could also trade Fields and get a whole bunch of picks, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Could. I don't know about yeah. a whole bot, uh, a picks. whole bunch, but you can certainly get picks. Yes. I would think you'd get a okay, couple so of very good get, picks. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you get three or four total, whatever, and then you get three or four total for the number one. And then with our number ones coming up, and then our number twos, within the next five years, we could have 20, 25 picks in the first three rounds. Now, that's when you could get more Specter, Thayer, Hilgerberg, Van Horn, uh, Singletary's, Wilbur Marshalls, and guys like that. I mean... Well, and a lot of picks. We, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we know what you're saying, Bill. You got to load up on the picks. You're yeah, right about but listen, that. But some of those guys were picked after the seventh round. Uh, yeah. So not only do they have to be picks, you have to be able to identify undrafted free agents. Hilgi was a free agent, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was a free agent. Hilgi was a free agent. Bortz was, was a late round pick. Late round pick. Uh, your guy that rushed the quarterback, Richard Dent, leading sacker in Bears history. Yeah, eighth round pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to you've got to be able to do a lot of things. It, it is nice to have picks. I wouldn't go crazy and say trade everybody for picks. You still, if you believe in Justin, build around him. That's it. You still have the flexibility and the capability of doing that with, you know, depending on how you play this, by adding to your draft capital. It's why we use that term so much. The, the, the draft capital is important. The teams that usually load up and do well are the teams that can change their fortunes quickly. It's how Detroit has gone from really miserable to a somewhat fun and competitive team. Yeah, look at Jacksonville's 2021 draft. Sure. Right? Look at their draft. Look at their last two. Look at Detroit's last two. Look at their free agency last year. They had their two receivers. They got 2,700 yards of passing offense out of the two receivers they picked up in free agency and Evan Ingram. That's what they got. Mm. Evan Ingram was the leading uh, he broke Kyle Brady's record for pass receptions yeah. and passing yardage at Jacksonville. 
Here, here is the last couple of years for the Lions. Penay Sewell, who looks like a stud. This Aleem McNeil kid who we talked about a little bit, they got in the third round, the big kid in the middle on the defensive line. Amon Ross St. Brown, who's sensational. Yeah, he is. Um, St. Brown J- that can play. Yes, James Houston in this last draft last spring. Kirby Joseph, uh, the kid from Illinois, looks like he might be a star. Hutchinson. Uh, I, know, I know they like Josh Paschal a lot. Jamison Williams, who we didn't get to see a ton of because no, he was he's, hurt. He's banged up. And Aiden Hutchinson, who looks like a stud. Before that, and if you even go back, Akuda has finally started to blossom yeah, a little. Right. DeAndre Swift is a useful player. You're going, I don't like drafting running backs high, but they drafted him in the second round, so that's okay. Akuna Matata. Um, who else? Anybody else of ilk on that group? Uh, not really. I don't think nobody's standing out totally. But uh, And then if you go to Jayville, you know, just to look at the teams that kind of flipped their fortunes quickly. Etienne, uh, they got Travis Etienne a year. Well, that was last year, Last right? year, 2021 draft. Uh, and, of course, they Trevor. They got safety in that, too. Um, and then they picked up Brandon Scherf in, Trevor, the, in the offseason. Who, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence, by any measure. I mean, yeah. you look at the second half of the season. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence was a top 10 quarterback, guys. Yes, By he just was. about any statistical measure. Any measure you want to put out there, Carl. Uh, Trevor, Travis Etienne. Uh, let's see who else kind of stands out the here. The safety is the one that uh, is starter now too. They got five guys from that draft that are starters that are making an impact. And because we don't look Tyson at Tyson Campbell, is that who you're yeah. thinking of? Yeah. Well, no, like a Crespo or something like oh, that. Uh, Andre uh, Cisco. Cisco. Andre Cisco. Thank you. Not Crespo. He's a great soccer player from Argentina. Uh, yes, you are correct. Trayvon Walker. I think Trayvon will be okay. I mean, he didn't have a huge year, but he's still pretty young and a little bit raw. Probably. They, be okay. they started using him. A little bit differently than they were at the beginning. They also got Devin Lloyd, too, from Utah. They did get Devin Lloyd out of Utah. They had two first-round picks last year, and they got uh, Lloyd and Walker. Yeah. So you do that. You do all those things well, and uh, you give yourself a shot. We know this. And the they last time the Bears... free agents, five of them kind of hit. Yep. Yeah, and it's that's true, too. And, and the last time the Bears had anything close to being a dynasty in the 80s, Yerk, it's because of the work that... Uh, Finks Vinici. and Venici and those Jerry guys Vinici did Jim Finks. Uh, in the late 70s and early 80s. When you go back and you look at some of the drafts, yeah. yes. that's why. Exactly. And it's as simple as that. And the, the game there hasn't was changed no so much. There was no free agency back then. Uh, well, that's true. There was, there was no, no free agency. agency. You, you, you only had to go through the draft and pick up yeah. free agents. And free agents. You had to do it that way. Um, all right, coming up, we're going to cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie. We'll see what they got cooking for uh, 2 to 6 to get you home today. Remember, Black is on tonight talking more Bears and NFL He'll be on from 6 to 8 after Waddle and Sylvie. A couple of quick updates, just real fast. We didn't talk about it too much today. Maybe we will more tomorrow. We'll get closer to the weekend. We'll talk about the games a little bit more. Yes. Courtney Cronin's also going to join us tomorrow. But a couple of quarterback decisions have been made. Uh, well, one definitive and one's trending in a direction that I think we all kind of suspected. Tua will not play this weekend. It will be Skylar Thompson. And I, I, it does not look good for Lamar Jackson uh, being able to play this weekend in the uh, the, the uh, wild card round against Cincinnati. And you'd think the, the Ravens are going to be in pretty deep without uh, Lamar Jackson against the Bengals. So just a couple of updates from today is, you know, we're at a Wednesday now and teams start releasing the injury reports for the weekend. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvia is next. Yurko has the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Start talking about the NBA. Uh, no, it's okay. But what do you think? Is DeMar DeRozan going to play tonight? Stop it. I'm just joking. I love you. the Bulls. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, I know you do. I do. Uh, all right, we see. Uh, 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 don't ask me to talk. No, basketball. no, no. I, I, I'd like to I maybe can become passionate. Kung little, Fu Kick. Ha! I'd like to a little Did bit you later. See that? That's for the uh, Twitch people. That was really good. That's Kung Fu Kick.